Namaste, 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 see. I'm so high, I'm Kevin Spacey. We'll, welcome, welcome to a thousand serious moves with Amanda Holstein. Yes, I have been a rapper before. Houston comedy scene, y'all know what I'm talking about. Getting down with Joel Osteen for real. We'll think about that for just a second. We'll put it on pause while we take a deep breath. People are always asking me, are you going to go back to comedy? And I'm like, bitch, I never left. I live my life as a comedy. But really, I think where I'm at is like, why am I here? And like, why... Why have I done comedy in the past? And then why might I um, put that particular endeavor in a, in, a, in a small way? Like, why might I put it aside and kind of like allow it to grow and to like bleed into other areas of my life? For me, I realized that my priorities were askew where as soon as I started to get a certain level of like uh, fame, recognition, that like my ego took over. And so now I'm just like, I find that I'm happier if I just like release the expectations of others. Like I feel it like a jump, like a pit in my stomach to think about the like competition. And competition does have its value. It certainly does. But for me, I'm in a spiritual race and it's not even really a race as much as it is just a daily like surrender. And so I'm actually going to read a couple of things for y'all, things that I think are really nice. And one of them is from Romans 12 verses 1 and 2, which I have read previously, but it's related as well to this other reading. So first, Romans 12, 1 through 2. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is good and acceptable and the perfect will of God. If I'm asserting myself will, I really just end up embarrassing myself. And so what it can mean for one to offer one's body as a living sacrifice to God doesn't have to mean that one becomes a monk. It's more like a day-to-day, like, just like thy will be done is a really good prayer. And I don't know if everybody is called and to what extent or even that there's no judgment Regardless of the path that you choose, it's not for me to judge. I'm here to do my own shit and to maybe like just not worry about what happens after that. I think I've shared it before. Like it's my job to do the work, not to judge the work. So I'm just like, thy will be done like I'm a vessel. And like the renewing of my mind is just like not just like letting whatever passes by or that I scroll through like seep into my unconscious that like I'm not gonna let the archons and the principalities and the powers of this world like drive this shift 
drive this ship like I have a say in the matter and even if fate does sort of like toss me about and I can't really change the astrological weather I can and do have a say in that which I consume in the way that I think and it's really just whatever is going to lead me in that direction and so it's no judgment regardless and as a devotee of wisdom I love all forms of it, and so I'm going to read from you all this teachings of the Hindu mystics that's edited by Andrew Harvey, and this is a reading that's from, it's called All for Her, and it's by Sri Aurobindo. So I figured this would be a nice companion to this um, Romans about sacrificing um for the acceptable will of God and to be transformed by the renewal of the mind because this shows, in a sense, exactly what I've been talking about this week. If you want to be a true doer of divine works, your first aim must be to to be totally free from all desire and self-regarding ego. All your life must be an offering and a sacrifice to the Supreme. Your only object and action shall be to serve, to receive, to fulfill, to become a manifesting instrument of the divine Shakti in her works. You must grow in the divine consciousness till there is no difference between your will and hers, no motive except her impulsion in you, no action that is not her conscious action in you and through you. Until you are capable of this complete dynamic identification, you have to regard yourself as a soul and body created for her service, one who does all for her sake. Even if the idea of separate worker is strong in you and you feel that it is you who do the act, yet it must be done for her. All stress of egoistic choice, all hankering after personal profit, all stipulation of self-regarding desire must be extirpated from the nature. There must be no demand for fruit and no seeking for reward. The only fruit for you is the pleasure of the Divine Mother and the fulfillment of her work. Your only reward is a constant progression in Divine Consciousness and calm and strength and bliss. The joy of service and the joy of inner growth through works is the sufficient recompense of the selfless worker. But a time will come when you will feel more and more that you are the instrument and not the worker. For first, by the force of your devotion, your contact with the Divine Mother will become so intimate that at all times you will have only to concentrate and to put everything into her hands to have her present guidance, her direct command or impulse, the sure indication of the thing to be done and the way to do it and the result. And afterward you will realize that the Divine Shakti not only inspires and guides, but initiates and carries out your works. All your movements are originated by her, all your powers are hers. Mind, life, and body are conscious and joyful instruments of her action. Means for her play, molds for her manifestation in the physical universe. There can be no more happy condition than this union and dependence. For this step carries you back beyond the borderline from the life of stress and suffering and the ignorance into the truth of your spiritual being, into its deep peace 
and its intense ananda. While this transformation is being done, it is more than ever necessary to keep yourself free from all taint of the perversions of the ego. Let no demand or insistence creep in to stain the purity of the self-giving and the sacrifice. There must be no attachment to the work or the result, no laying down of conditions, no claim to possess the power that, you, that should possess you, no pride of the instrument, no vanity or arrogance. Nothing in the mind or in the vital and physical parts should be suffered to distort to its own use or to seize for its own personal and separate satisfaction the greatness of the forces that are acting through you. Let your face... Let your faith, your sincerity, your purity of aspiration be absolute and pervasive of all the planes and layers of the being, then every disturbing element and distorting influence will progressively fall away from your nature. The last stage of this perfection will come when you are completely identified with the Divine Mother and feel yourself no longer separate being, instrument, servant, or worker, but truly a child, an internal portion of her consciousness and force. Always she will be in you and you in her. It will be your constant, simple, and natural experience that all your thought and seeing and action, your very breathing or moving, come from her and are hers. You will know and see and feel that you are a person and power formed by her and out of herself, put out from her for the play, and yet always safe in her being of her being. Consciousness of consciousness, force of force, Ananda of her Ananda. When this condition is entire and her supramental energies can freely move you, then you will be perfect in divine works, knowledge, will, action, will become sure, simple, luminous, spontaneous, flawless, an outflow from the supreme, a divine movement of the eternal. And also... While we're here, I shall read to you Psalm 71, which is of great benefit and of great use unto you, should you have a court case. If you wish to have your case be one, then pray Psalm 71 before approaching the judge. And if you have received a prison sentence and you wish to be free, then pray 71 seven times a day every motherfucking day. And then I'm going to get over here to Psalm 71 and read this for you and so shall you enjoy. In you, O Lord, I put my trust. Let me never be put to shame. Deliver me in your righteousness and cause me to escape. Incline your ear to me and save me. Be my strong refuge, to which I may resort continually. You have given the commandment to save me, for you are my rock and my fortress. Deliver me, O my God, out of the hand of the wicked, out of the hand of the unrighteous and cruel man, for you are the God of my hope, O Lord God. You are my trust from my youth. By you I have been upheld from birth. You are he who took me out of my mother's womb. My praise shall be continually of you.
I have become as a wonder to many, but you are my strong refuge. Let my mouth be filled with your praise and with your glory all the day. Do not cast me off in the time of old age. Do not forsake me when my strength fails. For my enemies speak against me, and those who lie in wait for my life shall take counsel together, saying, God has forsaken him. Pursue and take him, for there is none to deliver him. O God, do not be far from me. O my God, make haste to help me. Let them be confounded and consumed who are adversaries of my life. Let them be covered with reproach and dishonor who seek my hurt. But I will hope continually. I will praise you yet more and more. My mouth shall tell of your righteousness and your salvation all the day. For I do not know their limits. I will go in the strength of the Lord God. I will make mention of your righteousness of yours only. O God, you have taught me from my youth, and to this day I declare your wondrous works. Now also when I am old and gray-headed, O God, do not forsake me until I declare your strength to this generation, your power to everyone who is to come. Also your righteousness, O God, is very high. You who have done great things, O God, who is like you. You who have shown me great and severe troubles shall revive me again and bring me up again from the depths of the earth. You shall increase my greatness and comfort me on every side. Also, with the lute, I will praise you and your faithfulness, O oh my God. To you I will sing with the harp, O Holy One of Israel. My lips shall greatly rejoice when I sing to you and my soul which you have redeemed. My tongue also shall talk of your righteousness all the day long, for they are confounded, for they are brought to shame who seek my hurt.